We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into another edition of McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. It cracks me up every time. I'm Neil McCrady, Tyler Siski with me here today on a Labor Day Monday. Hope everybody is um, having a good one. We will um, go over our betting results from week one. We'll have some overreaction Monday. We'll talk about what team we owe an apology to, what Team owes us an apology. We'll talk about some other games, and we'll look ahead to week two. A lot of uh, potential underdogs, some in- really interesting games in week yeah. two that we'll um, we'll talk about. First, I want to um, tell you that we're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel, three hundred milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, and zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram. <clears throat> at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. I've got the uh, Razzleberry today. One of my uh, it's one, one of your all time favorites. One of my faves. Yep, for sure. I'm going with a cherry limeade, and I'm, I kept looking for a label on here. It said should not mix with pain medication, but I don't know. So we're missing, <laughs> we're missing to see if this had the same effect. So you spent Saturday night in the hospital. You were so bad off. Yeah, not fun. I was fine. I, it started Wednesday um, before the show on Thursday. I'd go on Wednesday and got a. Tordal shot and a uh, antibiotic shot. Friday was fine. Really, I mean, just the same pain, but nothing bad, you know, nothing terrible. And then, uh, dude, I woke up Saturday a little later. I slept in. I have, I mean, I've broken my femur, okay? Mm-hmm. I've had some injuries. The most pain I've ever been in in my life. And I like pain now. Well, I could tell Thursday when we finished that you you, you started getting your, a little discomfort. You weren't your usual chipper self. Yeah, started yeah. getting a little discomfort in my it's in my jaw, but uh, and it's not in. I don't know. It's something weird. I don't know. But uh, anyway, long story short is like is I ha- I think Doctor Siski um, thinks that I have a I have a crown on a tooth. I think actually the the tooth I have something going on inside under the crown they can't see, 
and like pulp is dying or something and it's releasing gases that are trapped underneath that. And it's, dude, let me tell you something. Again, I've broken my femur. I've broken my tip. My, my foot has been backwards before. It's the worst pain I've ever been in my life. I mean, and it was weird is like I would drink cold water and I would go to a zero instantly. I'm talking about instantly. Pain would disappear. Disappear. I would swallow the water and about 45 seconds later, I mean, I felt like somebody was pressing on a broken bone. I mean, it was just, it was, it was intolerable. So what are you, what are you doing tomorrow? Are you getting, <laughs> I'm going, I'm somebody, either somebody's fixing this tooth or I'm going to fix it and take it out. I mean, it's to that point. I mean, it's, it really is. Um, I mean, I've been hurt before and I like pain, but this went on all day. And so to the point to where, so Saturday it hurt so bad. I went back and got another Tordal shot, did nothing. Didn't even touch it. The second Tordal shot didn't touch anything. And so I was like this, and then, and then I got Tordal pills, nothing. Hydrocodone, nothing. Tylenol 3, nothing. And so I, t- I told my wife, I was like, I can't drink water all night long for three days, you know, to make this. I mean, literally, it was, it was a 45 seconds at a pop. I mean, I drank water every 45 seconds for 12 hours Saturday. Think about that. I was peeing a lot. I bet you were. Yeah, and then I, I feel bad. Uh, I was... I was very uh, irritable, and I was yelling at a lot of people that were just trying to talk to me because I really wasn't hearing it at, at that time. Because your parents came in for the weekend. Yeah, mom, right? mom was trying to bless her heart. She, you know, she was being mom, and I was. I just had it. I mean, they would ask me four questions while I had water in my mouth. I was like, it hurts to talk. I, I don't, I want to have a conversation, but I feel bad. Um, anyway, long story short, I had enough, and then um, went to the hospital uh, Saturday night, and they shot me up with like. Something that my wife said she was surprised that they even shot me up with. Um, and the my kind wife, of thing they used to put an elephant down. Yeah, my wife is a, is a nurse. Right. And so she was like, oh, my God. You know, she was, I was like, what? I was like, is this going to work? And she goes, if it doesn't work, there's, there's problems. And it really, and so they shoot me up with that, and the lady's like, this is going to make you go down. So I remember I got the shot at 11 o'clock on the nose. And so I'm sitting there at 1130, and it starts working at about 1130. But it wasn't, it didn't take the pain away. I was just high as a kite. I'm talking about out there, brother. I'm talking about gone. And my wife's like, that's why they gave it to you because I came up here with you so I can drive home. Then they give me a pain pill on top of that as I'm going out the door. And so I tell, I told you, I came home and like, there's nothing on TV. I've watched all the ball games. I finished watching the state game. It was on late. I finished watching that. And then I turned on our good friend Chase. Yeah, the MPW Digital Post Game yeah. Show with Chase Parham. Yeah, yep. I turned yep. on that to see how how he was loving the callers, uh, riding solo. And so uh, I literally stayed up the whole time, and I was still drinking water, and I was pissed because it's not working. And that's why I was telling you it was like one of those cartoons. After about, I guess it was probably about three or four in the morning of doing this, it was kind of one of those cartoons where the lights just went out. <laughs> you know, it was like like when you're having. Have you ever had surgery before when they yeah. put you under? Yeah. I mean, just. I mean, I was gone. And then I woke up yesterday, and and uh, the wife got me, and I was not hurting when I woke up. And uh, the wife, I was I was drugged up. I was in a comatose state for about twenty nine straight hours, and then she's been drugging me up all morning. So this should be fun. All right, well, that's we'll, what I feel like. <clears throat> we'll hopefully uh, we'll hopefully get through this. Let me know if you get to a place where you just can't go any longer. We'll, we'll oh, I'll go. We'll I'm, stop. I'm not feeling much right now. I'm on Tordal. So what I got Tordal. I got anti inflammatories. I got codeine. I, I'm rolling with a little bit of everything. So let's get the worst part over with early. Uh, week one was this an absolute abomination for me. I went one in five. I would like to thank Oregon State. 
<laughs> Thank you. I was watching that game. I was like, man, don't let my guy get shut out. Came really close on a couple others. Yeah. You know what they say, though. Close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and slow dancing. Now, didn't I get a push on Illinois, Indiana? Or does okay, that... yes. You get a push for that. So, I'm, I'm one, so four, and you're, one. You're one, four, and one. Yeah. We haven't put out the official stats yet because okay. we got that at minus three. So, I'm one, four, and one. I was in great shape on uh, Liberty Southern Miss and lost in the triple overtime. Did you watch the game? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was pretty good. Liberty's not a good football team. Well, we'll talk about, I guess, Thursday. We'll, we'll probably need to talk. I got on the list to talk about today. You know, the starting quarterback's out now. Yeah. So he's hurt for like eight weeks. Lines at six and a half. Uh, the kid they got behind him can run and do some things that now Freeze will figure out how to score with that kid. But it's a good week to bet against Liberty if you're going to bet because I think it'll take some time for him to get. I mean, he's fisting the face of really good defense. So, so let's go over my, uh, my performance. All right, you start here. with you? Yeah, we'll start with me. All right, so we got Ohio State minus 16 against Notre Dame. So that was your first. Not a good one. Not a good one. I, I was I was hoping late that uh, we'd get an extra score. We being the Buckeyes didn't happen. Kudos to Notre Dame. They really gave Ohio State a lot. Yeah, I'm almost a little. I'm I'm a little soft on Ohio State after that game more than I am impressed with Notre Dame. I was too. Um, I mean, now look, I was. So I'm I'm going to be a victim here because Ole Miss played three. I got back here as the second half was starting in the Ohio State-Notre Dame game and still had a story to write. So I had that game on that TV, and I had Florida-Utah um, on this TV, but I had it muted because I'm transcribing. Right. I was writing about Jackson Dart, about Troy Brown. I was, I needed to hear the quotes. I was trying to write. I was focused. I didn't see the games. By the time I got finished and – was able to look look at the games. They were into the fourth quarter. So I didn't see it enough to go. But what I did see looking up here and there, I wasn't blown away by Ohio State. I've said this the whole time, and people beat me up on this a lot. They beat me up on it last year a little bit. I'm not a C.J. Stroud fan. I mean, I'm sure he's a great kid, but. Uh, right. I don't know, man. He just, it's kind of like everybody, you know, I guess no not a, no pun intended with your Chicago Bears and Ohio State, but like Justin Fields, the same way. It's like they do some things really well, but he's not a great passer of the football. And then he'll turn around and now he'll throw for five touchdowns because I said that next week, but he's not very accurate. You know what I mean? Like he misses easy throws. For somebody that's supposed to be that good, if we're talking about this guy being a Heisman Trophy winner, I mean, he well, missed a lot honest, of easy throws. I was reminded in what I saw Saturday of their game against Michigan last year. You know, yeah. I mean, where it was like, Meh. and then he was great against Utah in the Rose Bowl. And then you watch Utah against Florida and you're like, well, maybe there's a reason for that. Well, everybody was all out and hurt and everything in that game. Uh, Utah, both sides. But all right. So I, I lost on I lost on yeah. Notre Dame, Ohio State. All right. So we got uh, then then we had the magic winner, Oregon State plus two and a half against Boise. Got that one. Kudos. Thanks again to the Beavers. Did you watch any of that? Uh, I did not. I did not. I was at the hospital. It, it, it was. It was. Um, it was late. I was. I was by about nine thirty, ten o'clock. I was footballed out. I got it. I got it. T vote. I go. I got a couple games I need to watch when I get back. But that's one of them. Um, because I want to see what Oregon State's about. Because they they Oregon State man. They I want to watch it. But they show up sometimes, and you're like, damn, they could be pretty good. And a lot of times they're very good at home. They're one of those, if, if I'm correct, they're a swing team. Yeah, that's, that's, Corvallis, tough place to play. It's especially good at home, and they're not particularly good away from there. 
All right, we're going to talk about this one because I'm fired up about this one. All right. Illinois, you got to push at plus, at plus three. Yeah, and they dominated the entire game. That's one that – You think so? I thought Illinois was dominant. I thought they were. Let me tell you where I'm, what I was – I think they're both better. Let me tell you where I think the difference is. I think Tom taking over the defense at Indiana has made a big difference. Yeah. Okay, so – you know what else bothers me about this game? Can I say this? I'm probably going to piss some people off. Tim Brando was wearing me out on the broadcast. No, it's fair. It's fair. I'm sure he's a nice guy. He's one of those broadcasters who is the opposite of the ones that I like. Um, and look, Taylor's a really good friend. Taylor Zarzer will call a game, and you, you won't even realize that Taylor's doing it because he's just calling the game. Some of these guys with the big personalities – Make the game about them. Literally everything he was saying in the broadcast was wrong. He was if I heard Tom Allen was a defensive coordinator at Ole, I met Tom Allen at the defensive coordinator at Ole Miss. He wasn't the defensive coordinator at Ole Miss. Right. He was just the linebacker. He was coach. just the linebacker's coach. And he said that forty six times in the broadcast, at least forty six. Um and then he was talking about a fight. I saw it. I saw a punch happen after that. And they that showed happened, the replay. That happened at it wasn't and, and there it, was nothing. Right. They didn't even shove each other. Well, and and he talked about when I Tom got his he Replay talked about it. when Tom got his teeth knocked out. That happened in Oxford, not not. No, it did happen at Arkansas State too. Oh, it happened yeah. too. Okay, <laughs> it happened. Both well, I places. saw it. I saw it happen to him. It at did Ole happen. At, it did happen at uh, Arkansas State too. Okay, it happened both places actually. So okay. I guess he's technically he's right, but it okay. did happen here. So you're right too. Yeah, because I saw it. It was right, yes. right in front of me. Yeah, um, he also went to the hospital at uh, Arkansas State because we had a. Uh, I love Tom. Uh, we had a. Uh, Seven on seven with boosters, coaches versus boosters. Seven on seven, and Tom took the thing so seriously, like he was spatted up, eye black, like he's he's borderline, like ready to go hit somebody. And he played so hard; it was on turf, summer, July. It was hot. He like his kidneys started shutting down, but he had to be admitted to the hospital oh for like God. four days. Like it was a bad deal. Like some people like, had to bring the ambulance to. Some people stadium. like that just don't know how to turn off. He's a stud, though. Well, he is, and, and a great guy. Yeah, great guy. But when right. he left, well, that's what I'm saying. When he left, went to uh, South Florida, turned them around instantly, you know, and that's how – then he gets the job at Indiana. That's how he got the head job. And uh, But he is calling it again now. And then the, the key part, I think, is, you know, they got the transfer quarterback from uh, Missouri last year. And I can never pronounce the kid's name right. Basilak. Basilak. Mm-hmm. Did really well. Uh, they got some players. I think they're better than they were last year. Uh, I'm kind of excited to see them going forward. But I do want to say what you were saying. Illinois is better. They play physical. Um, I mean, that was, that was a, great, a great game. I texted you, I think. I mean, I was highly entertained with the Big Ten that night. Give the Big Ten credit. Uh, th- the Thursday and Friday, they stole the show with those two games. The Purdue-Penn uh, State game was terrific. Yeah. And then – Indiana, Illinois was terrific. And there's a difference between great football and entertaining football. It doesn't have to be great football to be entertaining. And, yeah, that's and, true. And those were fun games to watch because they came down to the – Except for Iowa Hawkeyes. Yeah, that's – we'll get to that. <laughs> Jeez. I couldn't I – I couldn't even I, – I didn't even have the heart to text you. It was just unbelievable. That's some of the worst stuff I've ever seen in my life. Just unbelievable. All right. All right, so what else did I lose? All right, Tulsa. You had Tulsa minus six and a half. Right. They lost in overtime. Yep, they lost in overtime. Yeah, so I was close. But Well, you had a minus six and a half. Yeah. So, um, not really. Not really. <laughs> I know. But, Whatever. But I will say this. The Wyoming 
if you start doing the transient properties things, the Wyoming loss to Illinois doesn't look that bad anymore. Like, you know, maybe Illinois and Indiana are a little better than we think, you know, than we were expecting. How about that? Um, and this one actually shocked me. This was one pick I actually liked of yours was uh, you had North Texas plus 11 against SMU. Yeah, that did not. It did not go well at all. That did not all. go well. Like, they got smoked. That surprised me, to be honest with you. Uh, Rhett Lashley making a good debut um, on that. So, And then you finished it up with your loss in Hattiesburg. You had a Southern Miss money line. Went to triple overtime. And the game that I wanted to go with and could have gone with, and I talked myself out of it, was Rutgers. And then Rutgers pulls it off at BC. Yeah. yeah. Just a bad day. It's a bad day. You picked, that's what I was talking about. You just picked the wrong six. Had a bad day. That's okay, though. It'll all, it'll all come back around. Had I taken my two SEC games that I really liked, I would have gotten those. But I was determined not to do that, and I didn't, and I won't. But I Why liked, are you determined? Just pick what you want to pick. Well, because we, we, we need – Who gives a shit? We, we, need, we need to be varied. <laughs> Who cares? All right, so I did Go poorly. Win. You went four and two and, and, yeah. and won your – so let's talk yeah. about yours. So, yeah, let's talk about this. And so I'm going to start this off with – you know, I'm high as a kite on Saturday night, and I, my, I get irritated because my phone, i got to figure out how to take this email notification off my deal. So I'm getting ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yep. And then I realized on your message board, somebody tagged my name, and they said I couldn't pick games. Well, I just want to go on record and saying, like, I may suck from here on out. But some some ass clown was over there caught saying I couldn't pick games and all that stuff. Yeah. In two weeks, I'm eight and four with hitting both of my underdog picks straight up. Yeah, you're doing well to the point that I'm a little worried about already the competition here. But so, yes. I mean, what what do you want from me? You want me to go perfect? I guess I got to go perfect. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, I'd prefer you not. So, go whoever perfect. that was that was talking shit, you can kiss my ass. All right, that was my painkiller, mom. Sorry, sorry, guys. Let me readjust here. All right, so let's talk. So, first of all, Arkansas minus six. Yep. Um, very good game. I hit that one. Very, I was actually concerned. A very entertaining game. Entertaining. They were physical. Uh, Cincinnati's well coached mm-hmm. and to the point to where normal, mm-hmm. I don't think normal staffs would have been in that game with those players. Is that fair? Yeah, I thought, so I, I thought it was an interesting game. I had it on, um, it kicked off 30 minutes before Ole Miss. I had Georgia, Florida, I'm sorry, excuse me. I had Georgia, Oregon on my one thing, and I had Arkansas, Cincinnati on another. So I was kind of watching and then trying to watch the game I was covering. It was a, it was a disaster from a mental standpoint. But anyway, I knew I wanted to be able to talk about the SEC games, and quickly the the uh, the Oregon Georgia game was over. Like it was obvious. Like oh, this is not a contest. And so my eyes, I watched uh, more of the Arkansas game. Just a really physical game, man. I, I was. I think Arkansas is who we think they are. I was just – if I was anything, even though they covered the spread and all that stuff, I was really impressed with Cincinnati. I didn't think it was going to be terribly close, and they are a quick you client, and I love them to death. But they had to replace a ton, man. Yeah, they, they, did, they did a they great didn't look job. Like it. You know what I'm saying? They looked like what they looked last year. What's the kid's name? Slusher. He went out yes. pretty early, yeah. and then Catalan went out yeah. pretty early, and, and they picked on their backups big time. Like Cincinnati went after the backups, and it, and it worked in the second half because in the first half they were having a hard time moving the football and in the second half they put up a, a bunch of offense uh, on the flip side on the flip side 
Barry Odom's worried about his defensive line. That was as aggressive as I've ever seen him be from a blitzing standpoint. Well, he had to change the looks. I did. I got to your point about that. I did listen this morning. Got up to that point, and I agree with you. But here's the other thing: is like he realized he can't just sit back and play stuff. Like, dude, I'm telling you, the Cincinnati coaching staff. I don't know what their record holds for the rest of the year. Yeah. Every play, they seem to put. They they got the right matchup. They mm-hmm. they seem to. It was almost like on the board. Now, their X may not be as good as the O that they were playing against, yeah. but they had the advantage every on the board every single play on I'm offense I'm a defense. huge Fickle fan. Man, I, I, I was – I think he's terrific. I was like, golly. And then you see yeah. what – and you got good coaches at Arkansas too, right? Yeah. And yeah. that was just – that was an, that was a fun game to watch I thought coaching Bri- geeks. I, I thought Bryles called a brilliant game yeah. in the second half. I mean, because they're in trouble otherwise. They had to get, keep the offense on the field. They had to score. They're – they're interesting. I don't think, I don't think they're quite as good as they were a year ago. Um, I don't know, man. Well, if they got to stay healthy, those, those injuries did they did they find out anything with the safety? They haven't updated them. I mean, they said that Slusher's not as bad as they thought it was going to be. That's the one I heard about. And I don't know about Catalan. He just has had a hard time staying healthy the last He's couple of seasons. He's a good player, though. He's, He's a healthy. good player. Yeah. Um, and then you know, they are what they are at quarterback. You've got this guy that he's he's late on his reads. He throws behind receivers, and then the son of a gun just makes plays. Yeah, and they're a little better at running back. Arkansas can run the football, and they're pretty good up front. They're they're going to be an interesting team that's bunched up, but like against the the elite teams of the SEC, no chance. But you're right about Cincinnati, by the way. If I'm out there and I'm a Power Five school, and I'm looking to make a hire, I, I mean, I think you got. I'm on the phone with Luke Fickle before I do something. And look, and last year was kind of like, okay, well, you see this all the time, and I hate this in football. You see it in basketball all the time. You see somebody make a run in the NCAA tournament, and some big school goes hires a basketball coach. Yeah, and it doesn't work out, and they're like, why? Yeah, well, because your your guard got hot for three games, and the other team he gets a job out of it. Probably like last year, I had a look. You know, he's building Cincinnati up, and last year, getting to the playoff and doing what he did last year, like okay, well, he has Ritter at quarterback, he has Sauce at, at corner, and they yeah. have good players. But dude, what they did Saturday, I know they lost. Like you're going, I'm paying. The, like, what does it take? That's the conversation I'm having. Yeah. Like if I'm if there's a change somewhere in this league, what does it take? What's it? Name your price. Name your price. Yeah. And I don't want just you. I want you and then whoever you decide to bring. His decision making mm-hmm. as an organization, his decision making is impeccable. And I'm I'm a huge fan. And I didn't really, and I gotta be honest, I really wasn't aware. I know I talked about last week too, but it's really that and it's really hit me that hard is I wasn't aware of it as much until I started meeting with them and working with them. And I'm just like, I'm really I'm a fan. I'm super impressed. And I've seen a lot of really good dudes. I'm like, I think this guy could be the future of coaching. I'm talking about being one of the greats if he gets in the right place. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm impressed with him too. I, there, there were a couple of times in that game that they were in trouble and they just kept, they just yeah, kept fighting. It's culture, yeah. scheme, it's it, everything. It's dude. everything. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you got that one. All right. So my first loss that started everybody picking on me because they don't know how to, I, I apparently don't know anything is I learned my lesson. I took Oregon plus 17 and a half and that was over at about the first drive. Um, yeah. And we'll get to uh, who do I owe an apology to in a minute, but this will be part of it. But here's the thing, and nobody's talking about this because I know you're busy and doing those things. I don't think people understand this. Georgia scored touchdowns on their first seven drives of the game. Yeah, I quit watching And after... they took everybody else out. They they could have scored 100 points in that game. Yeah. 
when they got to like thirty something, I stopped watching. They scored touchdowns on first their first seven possessions. Yeah, no. against the look, and everybody's like, Oregon sucks. Oregon doesn't suck. I don't know whether Oregon sucks or not, but I, I can tell you this: I can look on a field and look at talent and go, "Oh my God, they're elite." Georgia's elite. Georgia's elite. Like, I, dude. Like, I mean, there's no fall off. I mean, now, I don't know if this is drug induced or whatever, and I'll I will reconvene when I get my t- when I get my my face fixed <laughs> this, this week on Thursday. You would be hard pressed to talk me out of they're not the best team in the country right now, including Alabama. It's it's more than fair. I mean, I know it's Alabama's. It's it's a glad, but we're heading right down the same road we were on last year. Yeah, the, the, I don't know who beats them. Doing playing like that, I know it's overreaction Monday, but it's damn. overreaction Monday. But the difference is, I don't know that God. this year there's anybody that can beat either one of them, and so the the championship game uh, might literally mean nothing other than what color you wear in the playoffs. Last year, you felt like you had a chance a little bit because okay, yeah, we're not going to be able to score much, but their offense is not great. Dude, their offense looked beyond elite. Because those guys have gotten a year older. Yeah. You know, Washington's a year older. He's more mature. And he showed the freak show stuff Saturday that everybody's been waiting on him to do. Yeah. We recruited a mess out of him here at uh, Ole Miss, by the way. Didn't work. Um, and then you got, I mean, dude, I don't know, man. They got dudes everywhere. But we were t- well, I got I got an apology to issue to those guys in just a minute. Um, then I got back on my favorite bet of the week, which was the easiest bet of all time, was the North Carolina App State. Over. Boy, you crushed that. Dude, I was like, I, I was, so I had a, <laughs> You had that like by halftime. I had, uh, one of my buddies text me because he asked me what my favorite bet of the week was, I guess Friday, and I said, look, I'm my favorite ones is App State, North Carolina, over. And he texts me, he's like, thanks, man. And at that time, it was like end of the first quarter, and they had scored like 40-something yeah. points. And I was like, dude, you know, I've seen weird things happen. Let's just wait a second. I didn't <laughs> have to wait too much longer. Not much longer. Um, look, North Carolina is really good on offense. Uh, our boy Longo's got the weapons around. He's been there three years. He's got the the pieces that he likes, okay? Yeah. And uh, the quarterback's a really good player. He is a good player. Really good player. Um, and they throw the ball as good as anybody. Defensively, they're going to continue to struggle. They just uh, – they have moments, but they don't – I mean, like, anything. I mean, it's, it's nuts. And I want to talk about this while we're here. And no, I don't know how many people have talked about this yet. I've uh, been – I've been out of it for about 24 hours. That game didn't have to be like that. When they kicked the onside kick, did you see the end of this game? I did not. Okay, so uh, App State goes down. They go for two for the win, and they don't get it. So they're going to kick an onside kick. Well, they kick an onside kick, and Cuz runs the, for North Carolina runs the the onside kick back for a touchdown. If he falls to the ground like he's coached to do or supposed to do, they take a knee and the game's over with. This this play will be on every single teach tape in every university. There's two plays I want to talk about, but this is one of them that will be on every teach tape in every college in America and probably every high school. If he falls to the ground right there, the game is over with. They take a knee and they're done. But instead, he scores the touchdown, gives them uh, – so they have, what, 30-something seconds, and they drive down and go for two to tie the game. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, game's over with. Yeah. Take a knee and get out. And – uh and they got to go for two twice. They actually ran the same exact play both times on uh, the go for two. And the first time he was wide open. The second time they they thought, which I, I agree with, they were going to cover him. He can run in. It was an option play that App State's really good at these RPO option plays in the in the flat. Um, but give credit to App State for battling. But dude, it wasn't nobody stopping anybody. But the biggest thing for me is 
you got you got to understand have game situational awareness because that will get your ass beat. Yeah, and it should have that time. Fall to the ground and take a knee and let's go home. It should have never got to that point. Does that make sense? It's kind of like running a toss sweep at the one yard line when you're about to go in for two scores. Yeah, we'll get to that one yeah. just a second. Um, but yeah, that's that was. So you got the over there. Got the over there, and then I got the uh, Ole Miss Troy under at fifty seven and a half was stealing. You did. Um, and it was basically what I said. I said it was either going to be, I said it could be forty five to nothing, or it could be thirty four seventeen somewhere in there. I could see it go either way. Um, look, Troy. I will tell you this. The defense, I thought Troy's offense was going to have a tough time scoring against Ole Miss's defense. But I was probably even a little bit more impressed with Ole Miss's defense. Yeah, um, I was too. Than I was expecting. I was too. I thought they did a great job. Now, part of that was Troy's fault too. Um, they, did ne- they never pressed them vertical to, to stretch it out. And so those safeties are downhill and they were filling. I'm yeah, talking they about were. It was physical. Safeties were filling and mm. stopping any kind of threat of run that you had. I mean, I'm talking about physical, physical play by the back end. I loved it. Um, I love physical play, obviously. Um, but Troy, I think, was a little concerned up front, and so their game plan was to get rid of it. And, you know, people are – I've already heard it. Uh, I heard my neighbor talking about it the other day. Well, you know, he threw for 275 yards. I mean, guys, but look, I mean, he was sick, sick, sick. He was getting it out yeah. to keep him from getting home. I'm not worried. Like, defensively, I don't know if they've been tested like they're going to get – somebody that can protect up front is going to stretch them downfield before you'll know how really good they are. But from what I saw, I was very impressed defensively. Um, offensively, uh, two things. Uh, six is really good, uh, which I've known for a long time. I think Zach I, Evans. Zach Evans. Yeah. I think I referred to him as Alvin Kamar 2.0 at one point in time on the show. Um, he's, he, a, he's a special player. He doesn't need blocking. Yeah. He makes his own stuff work. Yep. Uh and I, I was glad to see something. I don't know if anybody caught this, but Lane was going tempo. And he was trying to get out. He was tapping. And Lane just kept going tempo and handing the ball, basically saying, I'm pissing the, you're going to have to learn for me to ride you. Like, he's got to mentally get that part. Yeah. He's that talented. Um, he was trying to come out a couple of times, and Lane just kept going tempo and giving the ball. I thought that was awesome. Uh, it was a good job by Lane there. That was my first thing. Offense, uh, and then my last thing is uh, if you're an Ole Miss fan listening to this or you're any kind of person, you better get your pocketbooks open. Um, Quinshawn Junkins is really good. Really good. And either Ole Miss is going to pay him this year or somebody else is going to pay him. Like, are, you, are you accusing possible tampering? I would, If I was somewhere else, I'd be tampering the shit out of him. Yeah, look, they know. They already know. They, they know they'll have to get – they're going to have to get all those ducks in a row. Like if you told me – and he's a fresh, true freshman. Mm-hmm. He's 18. One of the most – I mean, I don't know if some of his runs were here and there, but just the way he ran it, man. I mean, just – that dude's – He runs physically, and yet he can still have finesse to yeah, his game. Yeah, they, they just – you don't usually – you get one or the other kind of deal. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, man. Like, if you told me – He instigates contact. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I want him to stay healthy and do all that stuff, but, like, he chooses violence. And, yes. And, I, you know, that's – He's he's like pulling on my heartstrings there, but I love the way the kid runs. Um, now they gonna have they got to figure out the passing game, uh, and it's not the receivers or anything like that. There were a couple huh, decisions, huh? You know that they got to get figured out. Now, obviously, I think that's what's wrong with why you're he's gonna start the other one. You know this week, and 
I don't well, like look, it. the fact that he's an SEC play, you're not going to be able to line up and run the ball like that in SEC play. No, the fact that he's doing this tells you that he's just not sold on one yet. I mean, yeah. he's not doing this. This isn't to appease a kid or to appease a segment of fans or something. This is He just doesn't know yet. I think he wants it to be Dart. Well, yeah, I mean. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Dart could do it, and he's got the – and that's what I told you. I don't think there's a competition. He's got a really high ceiling. He's yeah. just gonna, it's just going to take him a minute to get there. I you're mean, not going to get any answers this week playing in Central Arkansas. No, no. Um, but like, you know, the pick, that was a bad pick, man. Have y'all talked about that yet? I mean, it was, talked about it was, it it was we too, talked about it a lot on Saturday. It was too high. He should have known he had nobody holding the backside safety and that's a dead route. Like you got to know that going into play, that's a dead route where he threw the ball. There was nothing to hold the backside safety and he stared it down. I mean, you're getting, that ball's getting picked 10 out of 10 times. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, and you throw now, that. Now, I think there was supposed to be. I will say this. I want, I want to make sure the fans understand this too. There was a guy that was supposed to be going there, and he went too flat. So maybe the receiver broke it off too early. That we used to call it over route to, to drag the backside safety, and he was really low. So, but that's part of your progression. I mean, if he's not getting pulled, you don't ever throw that ball. From listening to Lane, and look, y'all know more football than I'll ever possibly know. From listening to Lane, it was just the wrong read, completely. Yeah, it's not where the ball was supposed to be. I wouldn't think that, but if he and the other thing is if he's sitting there, there's somebody else open. So I don't. I I saw. I did see the end zone copy. I did not see the wide deep copy. So I don't know what they had on the front side. But that one, 
they got to get something there. And it's not that he does great, but you cannot afford to turn the ball over in SEC games like that. Right. That'll get your ass beat. So, um, but they run the ball good enough. So you got that one. Got, you got that the, one. Got the Ole Miss under. All right. Um, all right. LSU minus three. There's going to be a ton of overreaction Monday on this one. Already is. I've got mailbag questions going. Is 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 Brian Kelly on the hot seat? And I'm like, <laughs> what? Wait, what? Look, they were better. People are gonna say what they want to. Look, at the end of the day, they muffed two punts and got a field goal blocked and an extra point blocked. They had four special teams errors. Did he play and the lost wrong, by one point? Did he play the wrong quarterback? I I will say no, and this is why. Really? Okay. Yeah. And right. let me explain why. And I think you're gonna get. We're gonna get to this when we talk about Auburn and things. Their protection, their right tackle struggle, man. And when you got when your protection is struggling, you got to like if you got a stationary guy sitting back there, you're sacked. He got out. He they were like the first play of the game. I mean, he runs like forty yards. Oh, he's a it was. super athletic player. But anybody yeah. else gets sacked. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like you got to give yourself a fighting chance, and I think that's why Robbie Ashford had success at Auburn. Um, and he's not. I mean, Jaden Daniels is a good player, but so is Nussmeyer. But I think he gives you a little bit more athletically to do something when the pocket breaks down, and but here's the thing: there's going to be overreaction money on that Their offensive line. They got to they got to work some things out. And Brian Kelly Wood is smart. Yeah. But here's the thing: the two muffs was terrible. Offensive line struggled, and I was really like, because I coached that position on special teams. The so the blocks, okay, both blocks occurred the exact same way, and they actually replaced the guy and put another guy in there without. I guarantee they go over it this week, and so is every other. Team in America, this is the other play that's going to be on there. Right. So when you're the left wing on a PAT field goal, you have to force, and you know where the block's coming from, and they're always going to set the – and you can tell they don't block from both sides. I don't know if fans know that or not. They de- they determine where they're going to block from, and it's pretty easy to see. They don't send unless it's just, you know, end of the game. But the left wing allowed an inside – Pressure. Like you, what you do is this is like I always would tell my wings, like this is your gap, the gap closest to the tight end. Mm-hmm. Nobody comes to this gap. Nobody. And you step here and you secure that gap. First things first. And now if nobody's coming through this gap, then you can go a late push to the outside. Because unless your snap and hold your operation time is too slow, it's damn near impossible to block it off the edge. Right. Okay. The NFL says hello. Right. Okay. It's just damn near impossible if your operation time is correct. Now, if your operation is slow, you bobble, things like that are different. But both times, they just gave a free release to the inside. You're going to get it blocked. They never made them run the hoop. And both times, the left wing just, I mean, just, and then it's going to get blocked. It's like TV kept showing the kicker. I'm like, the kicker, it wasn't the kicker, guys. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the kicker. It was the left wing. Yeah. And then they replaced him and put another guy in there, and he did the same damn thing. And it was just like, uh, like, you got to be like, it's a, it's a thankless position because you're going to get the shit knocked out of you every time. If they're coming for the block, you're exposed. You're fisting it. You're basically saying, putting your hands behind your back and saying, punch me. It hurts, but that's football. And he was real soft and, like, came off back late. Don't worry about that guy. This is the one that's going to get you blocked. If they block it back there, good for them. Right. And But that was, that was heartbreaking. But Norvell probably uh, put Dude. the – Dude, his 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 cooker went from about like the LSU is a better team than Florida State, and I know people are going to do all this. And now I, I'll tell you what, I'm fired up for it because people are going to start fading LSU, and I'm going to be able to get them for cheap. 
I don't. I, I think they're. Let me tell you something else that lost that game for them. Their third down on defense was atrocious. They at one time they were like seventy percent. If somebody grind, if you're still on here or somebody, I don't know what. I'm not, Florida State was on third down. They couldn't get off the field. I'm not sitting here going, I'm going to fade them, but I'm completely off any. Like we did the thought exercise a couple weeks ago where the football gods come down and tell you Alabama's not winning the West. Who is? Well, now LSU's out of that conversation in my mind after watching what I saw Saturday and then yesterday. Yeah, I, they're no, still no, going to win. They're still well, going to win games. Smith, I think Smith tore his ACL. Oh, how terrible is that? I mean, you know, I mean they they lost they lost critical guys. They didn't play disciplined at all. How about the targeting call? Jeez, that, that's on like teach tape, isn't it? Launched, crown of helmet, it, and head to head. <laughs> he, he had the trifecta. See, I think Kelly's going to win there, but it's I don't think this is going to be his team. I, they there's too many weaknesses on this team, and but he will. And they've got issues. Yeah, they will get better as the year goes on. Write it down. Like they they lost a game that they shouldn't have lost by one point. And, you know, Florida State tried to give them the game. And they're going to win some games. I'm not ready to – Oh, no, sure. I'm not ready. This is – I would rather play them now than play them later. I'm, they've got a couple coming up soon, uh, Mississippi State and I think Auburn that I'm I'm pretty interested in. I yeah, want to no, see what those, what those games look like. It's going to be a great year in the league because I think they're just so – Yeah, there's a lot of bunching. A lot of parity. All right, so you All missed right. on LSU. And my last one, my favorite one, the money line pick, Florida – over it. the Utah Utes. You got it. And I'm here to tell my man Chase Parham to watch out for AR-15. He has already apologized. Chase has tweeted I, and, and apologized. I don't, I don't mean to, you know, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't tell you this before, but while I was on, high on drugs and my painkillers and, and uh, Saturday night, I literally turned on the postgame show to see if he, as he was watching the, uh, the Florida game, <laughs> yeah. to, to see if he was going, I got that, see what his, uh, no, look, he's a special kid. Billy has done a unbelievable job in a short period of time of getting them to kind of buy into what he is and what he's trying to do, which is what I've said the whole time. I'm just telling you that I'm, that's, I'm a believer in Billy Napier. I know you are. Um, yeah, you've been on record on that for a not, long time. Not saying that they're going to – like, I didn't know what they were going to be. Right. But I was uh, very impressed with what they did. You know, that place was as rowdy as it's been in a long, long time. Which is why, be honest with you, as the week went on, that's part of the reason that I took as the week went on. I liked it more and more. But look, man, they're going to have something to say about this SEC East now, besides Georgia. Well, there's a big game this week. They're going to have a lot to say about the second place. Big <laughs> big game this weekend in, in Gainesville that we'll talk about in yeah. a little bit. Um, all right, so um, you did well. I didn't. So you're, uh, you're four and two. Up. So I was plus two. Four, so this is the first week. I was plus uh, one. I was plus 2.18 units. You're going to be one, four, and one. That's correct. So you're going to be minus three units. Okay. All right. So what team do you owe an apology to after week one? All right. Your so overreaction. My, my overreaction Monday, I owe a major apology to Stetson Bennett. And the yeah. and I don't know if I've done it publicly. I just know privately I have, even with the coaches at Georgia that I've talked to. Um, look, I went and watched this guy throw live at Georgia last year when JT, you know, I went to the Arkansas game and saw that. Like, this guy looks like my 15-year-old son out there throwing football. You know what I mean? Just looks like a just a dude. This guy, they scored seven of seven touchdowns. He threw for 300-something yards, ran for another 100-something. You want to hear what I would do today? Grind, I know you're out there. 
I may go sprinkle a little $10 wager on Stetson Bennett to win the Heisman Trophy this oh. year. Because they're wow. going to win, and with that offensive weapons, his numbers are going to be stupid. Oh. Because you got to be able to get them at like plus 5,000. Yeah, I just It's got to be good. Who wins the Heisman Trophy? It's always somebody on a winning team. I, I mean, the favorite in the clubhouse right now is Bryce Young again. But they're not going to do it again because they're going to split their votes between him and uh, Will Anderson. I'm going and with half, And half their roster. Yeah, half their roster. Jameer Gibbs yeah. is going to get some too. I'm going grind. I mean, all the, if you get, I'm just going to put $10 on it. But that's who I owe my apology to. Okay. Because I'm telling you right now, Georgia's probably the best team in the country. And I was like, and I was like, I was re, I was resigned to giving them the third best team. That was scary, man. I know. That was scary. That was different. That was different. Yeah. That looked like Georgia last year with a really good offense. It they looked better than they did last year. And that's scary. What team owes you an apology? The team that owes me an apology is probably the Louisville Cardinals. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was riding. You loved that game. I loved the, whoa, that game. They got whacked. All right, so uh, full, I mean, dis- whacked. Full, full disclosure here, that was in the middle of my – so I was in the hospital while the good stuff was kicking in. Mm-hmm. I literally handed – I was going through the scores. And I was like, whoa, whoa. I said – I handed the phone to my wife. I said, could you read this for me because I think I can't read this right. Syracuse thumped their ass. Yeah, Syracuse just, I mean, took them behind a woodshed, man. I mean, that was, wow. So, yeah, cost me 25 bucks. Um, but, yeah, that one surprised me. Who who do you owe an apology to? I mean, Florida, I think. I think I've undersold I think I underappreciated how much their culture had begun to deteriorate under Mullen. And I knew that Napier would do well there because I've talked to too many people like you who know him, who all rave about him. I thought it would take a little time. I don't now think it's going to take as much time. It's amazing when you got a quarterback, what you can do. Well, and that quarterback was on the roster in Gainesville the last couple of years too. I mean, that's the crazy part, right, is that, it shows you that Dan had the guy and didn't know how to use him. Well, I will say I can't really criticize Dan Ball on his quarterback development. He's been pretty damn good. He has. But on this one, they just didn't make it go. So that's probably who I owe an apology to. And the team that owes me an apology is Iowa. I mean, we're not going to be able to do this all year. I mean, this this is. Dude, a field goal and two safeties. That's how you got seven points. I mean, at one point. They punted from their own from, – from South Dakota State's 37, and it was a no-brainer to punt. I'm going to go ahead and spoil your – I don't know if it's going to be my, my underdog to win outright, or but it will be one of my bets. I'm taking the Iowa State Cyclones against your Iowa Hawkeyes. Okay, so how is it that Brian – I know it's his dad, but how can Brian Ferentz stay the OC after that performance? Because it's your dad. Is this going to be the end of the Ferentz era? Because that's a really talented defense. <laughs> they keep winning. They're not going to keep winning. Like but here's that. the thing: you're Let me not going like to win Iowa. with that offense. Now, they're defensively, they were very, very good. Let me tell you what I like about Iowa. Sure, is they really don't care what you think, as long as the dubs keep coming. Yeah, well, I know that they can, they don't care if they win. Th- I mean, they, obviously, they don't care if they win. Well, they have three. twenty-seven yards of offense, but you're not going to win like that <laughs> in today's. They won on Saturday. They did, and they beat a good team. But come on, who'd they beat? South Dakota State. 
<laughs> I had to call you. You really, you're going to go that they beat a good team. They beat an FCS team. Look, man, I'm struggling. How about this? I'm They're three-point favorites this. against Iowa State. I, I'm aware. So three, it's three, going, and a, three and a half. Actually. I feel safe taking that pick because I know just just out of your emotions, you can't take that pick. So I'm that will be one of my picks and may be my money line pick on this weekend. Well, on Thursday, I'll do this show wearing my Iowa football jersey. I'm so. coming in Cyclones quick, you Clint. It's, it's quick you versus your Cyclones. We got some. Hawkeyes, yeah. yeah. All right, so let's. Painkillers. <laughs> we'll get to a couple things in a minute. I do want to tell you uh, we're also. I've got so many papers here. You do. I, but, I'm, but we're I'm low key on. impressed, though. We're also brought to you by Walk On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into our mouthwatering. Made from scratch, Louisiana cuisine like po' boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, more than 40 ice-cold beers on tap in Ridgeland or Oxford. Make sure you stop. Tell them that you appreciate them uh, sponsoring McCready and Siski. And also, whether you're watching the game at home or tailgating, let walk-ons take care of all of your tailgating needs this season. Inquire today about their family and friends bundles, their tailgate platters. Order online or uh, at the convenient uh, Walk-Ons app. It's, it is a great app on your phone. So We had uh, Walk-Ons Thursday after the show. Inspired me. Yeah. Um, Mom and Dad came in town, so we ordered to go because I was hurting a little bit after the show on Thursday. So we got a little Walk-Ons to go. Got a little burger, some onion rings. It's on point. Yeah. Yeah. We had Walk-Ons rolling. Also want to welcome a new uh, sponsor to the show, Wexford Labs. Wexford Labs was the EPA 2021 Safer Partner of the Year. They're the makers of CleanSide. It's the only disinfectant wipe on the market with 30-second kill time against SARS-CoV-2, the cause of COVID-19. CleanSide is citric acid-based. It has no harsh chemicals. Wexford Labs products are engineered to meet the lowest EPA toxicity standards there's no ppe signal words health warnings needed every one of their cleaning solutions leverages a powerful set of active ingredients that combine antimicrobial efficacy with a more user-friendly toxicity profile these wipes are perfect for schools nurseries hospitals office buildings households dentist offices and more to get more information email gloves and wipes at gmail.com or go to wexfordlabs.com. That's W-E-X-F-O-R-D labs.com. We got plenty of doctors and lawyers and coaches out here that can go get some of those wipes. I need to go support my guy out there, get him, get him taken care of. I like how they got you to read that because I would. there was no way. We would we'd be at the end of the show, but I figured out how to pronounce some of that stuff. <laughs> they was like, yeah, let, let Neil read this one. I like that. All right, uh... I know we uh, it was Thursday, but uh, how about this Pitt West Virginia game? This Thursday Thursday football was like really good back to back. Pitt West Virginia Purdue Penn State. What was your what was your take on uh, Pitt West Virginia? Great game, super entertaining, a lot of fun. West Virginia's better than they were a year ago. Pittsburgh's a good team. Just a really fun football game. I mean, kudos to. The people who said, hey, let's play this game again. This is a great rivalry. Need to, man. Needs to get played. It was emotion. It's what college football is all about. It's what it was. It was one of those deals where someone in Mississippi looks at it and goes, boy, they don't like each other. This is good football. Yeah. It was fun. It would be like you taking the egg ball away for 10 years and deciding to play it again. I mean, that's that's what they. That's how important it is to those people. 
I hated it for the receiver at West Virginia. I mean, he literally carried their team the entire game and then just dropped one, right? Yeah. I mean, just yeah. easy and then led to the pick six. But uh, they got a big game this week, which we'll talk about. But And then the Purdue-Penn State game, dude, Purdue is the better football team. Yeah. And I'm glad it happened because I'm going to bet on Purdue. Purdue's got a good football team, and Penn State's going to get overinflated. Purdue's going to be underinflated, and I think there's going to be some opportunities to make some money. I'm already going to tell you there's one that I'm kind of looking at. I want to see what the line comes out, but I want to see next week Auburn-Penn State line. Yep. That's got that's got an Auburn win written all over it. In my opinion, yeah. I could be dead wrong. Yep. I mean, you know, but it, the pe- people are going to look at Penn State and go, they've got these wins, and they're Penn State, and they're going to – it's going to, playing at Auburn is going to be a different deal for them. The corner helped me out because my brain's not all here today. The corner at Penn State, whose dad played in the league, number nine, uh, what's his name? That was making all the plays. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't anyway, remember. Somebody can help me. I'm struggling. Um, but he, as long as they didn't throw to him again on his side, they were completing passes all the way down the field. Just it's real easy. Just just go. Don't don't throw his way. I mean, he was unbelievable. Number nine. I don't know his number, but I'm sure everybody else is going to see that too. But yeah, Purdue, Purdue. Oh. And there's going to be a lot of a lot of play call questions about not running out the clock and things like that. But that's that's who they are, man. I mean, Brom's right. going to do that. Brom's done it everywhere he's been. Right. And it's going to work for him as much as it's going to. Joey Porter Jr. Joey Porter Jr. Thank you, grind. Like Joey Porter Jr. is a dude. Yeah. I mean, guys, unbelievable, long, great ball skills, drove on the ball unbelievably well. And Purdue's got receivers now. They they they're better talented than they've been in a long time. Purdue's going to make some noise in the Big Ten. All right. Uh, You're not the first person to say that, by the way, about Purdue. There's some people that think Purdue's going to I didn't think that until I watched the game. i got to be honest yeah. with you. But, like, I was overly impressed with what they did, um, especially on offense. And, again, at the end of the game is what it is. They just kept throwing to Joey Porter Jr. And, like, he'd make a play. Then they'd throw it somewhere else and they'd keep moving the ball. But running back's good. they got a good offense. Quarterback's really good. I like him. So, All right. Let's do a little quick exercise here. All right. One game, overreactions. Would you re-rank the SEC East, SEC West from what you've seen? I would. Both of them. All right. Give me a give me an overreaction Monday re-ranking of the SEC East. All right. Georgia's better than I thought they were going to be. <laughs> yep. Is that fair? Yeah. No, no. It's How is that fair. possible, though? You know what I mean? Like, they're better than what I thought they were well, going to be. Well, I think it's just natural to go, oh, they lose all this talent to the NFL. They're going to fall off. And they they haven't fallen off. I was kind of okay, but my, my focus, I have to be honest, my focus was on the defense. I was like, they're going to be fine because they're going to have guys and all that. But offensively is where I was just like, wow. Brock Bowers. Yeah, Bowers is different. And you got Washington. Yeah. And, I mean, they got, they got dudes McConkie everywhere. and McConkie, just dudes. Just everywhere. Just and they've everywhere. gotten better yeah. than they were last year. And then, I don't know. And they're a very physical team. Oh, yeah. Downfield blocking. How about my physical. guy Malachi Starks? We called that one, didn't we? Yeah, he's he's a beast. We called that one. Yeah. So, but yeah, they're better than what I thought. I don't think anybody contends with those guys. I'm going my second best team in the East right now. It's probably the Florida Gators. I'm really interested to see Kentucky Florida this weekend. I mean, you know, Kentucky's had that circle for a while. I'm not holding Kentucky's first half against Miami against them. Kentucky's got some personnel issues going on though, and they. I need to go back and watch it. I did not get a chance to watch much of that game because of my yeah. deal Saturday. I have to actually go back and watch it when we get out of here because I want to. I will be prepared for that game come Thursday. I want to watch because I watched the Florida game 
Um, I'm not going to overreact playing MAC teams and all that stuff in the first sure. half, but I'll go back and watch because I want to see what the problems were. I don't know what the problems were, but Billy, with what Florida did, Billy put his team in the best place to win the game. And when you got coaches that can put your team in the best place to win, and everybody can talk about you know AR15 and all that. I know he's not going with that name anymore, but I'm going to still call him that because it's pretty cool. Um, probably not PC, but when have I ever been PC? Um, I'm going Florida, probably my second team. Uh, I'm going uh, third team, probably Tennessee. Tennessee, was they didn't do anything to take it away. No, Tennessee. Tennessee looked really good, though. They looked they looked good. And and here's the thing that the those three teams, Florida, Kentucky, Tennessee, are all pretty good. The one that's super interesting to me right now is South Carolina because it on paper looks like they got a big win against Georgia State, right? Thirty five to fourteen. On but, paper. But that game in the third quarter was up for grabs. Well, they were winning. Georgia State was winning. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um it kind of just snowballed on the late. But I mean South Carolina did I mean they played well. I mean it's people are gonna look at that game and be like, Oh, they just beat Georgia State. Well they were losing. Georgia State I think had the eighth they were eighth in the NCAA in rushing last year. Okay. I mean, so they, I mean, they can yeah. and they're physical on defense and all that stuff, and they just kind of they got depth out late in the game. I guess would probably be the biggest issue. Um, I'm really interested in, and we're going to get to it in a minute. But I'm, I'm like the line came out on South Carolina, Arkansas, and I was like, whoa, eight and a half points. That's a big number, and yeah. yet you wonder if it's a trap number. Yeah, I don't. I'll get. I'll think about that a little bit more. But, um, but Tennessee didn't do anything. They're going to be able to score points. Yes, for sure. And they did fine when Hooker was in there. When they when they took Hooker out, now if Hooker gets hurt, you you saw the fall off. Yeah. So for me, I'd probably say Tennessee's in that third, Kentucky in there probably fourth, just depending on that's a big game this weekend. Obviously, Kentucky Florida's gonna kinda Yeah, for sure. You know, do huge some things. Game. Huge game. Um then and then South, South Carolina, Carolina, Missouri, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, then Missouri. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm not putting Vandy in the bottom. Yeah, I want to see Vandy this weekend against Wake. All right, what about the SEC West? Uh, West, Alabama. Alabama just looked bored. They looked bored. I thought they looked like a machine. They looked bored. Yeah. And they just like – Robotic. I mean, how many touchdowns were there where guys were just trotting in the end zone like quarter speed? I mean, like they were at practice. I mean, it was just – Yeah. They're so who good, would man. You put, who would you put two in the West All right, now? two in the West right now – I would probably put A and M. Yeah, but here's the thing: I'm not. I almost, I almost went to the point like people are like Haynes King missed some balls the other day. Now, what struck me about A and M was that what I expected to be struck with was boy, they've got a lot of athletes on the field. You see it like just a yeah. lot of a lot of guys, a lot of big guys, a lot of guys who can run. Just they're skilled, but yeah, you no know, King's look, King's better than Calzada. Yes, but I don't know that King is. This difference maker out there. It's one game. It's overreactions. I want to see what he looks like against better teams. But and you got to remember, it's like his third game he's ever started or whatever it is. Sure, he didn't play much last year before he got hurt. Played but a game and a half. He'll get better as the time goes on. But you know, he makes some plays with his feet. Um, defensively, I think they're really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, they are. And then the thing with offense, and then where it kind of gets clouded a little bit is, it wasn't like they were a machine going up and down the field, they were like, look like crap, look like crap, look like crap, look like crap. Let me throw this swing out here. He's going to make 47 guys miss. And, you know, they yeah. got guys that can make big plays right. because of the recruiting, what you were right. referencing to. But 
Um, I would probably put them second just by just depth of dudes. Um, third. Arkansas. Yeah, I think right now I've got Ole Miss third, but it's really close. It's Ole Miss, Arkansas. State. State, Auburn, LSU, I think is what I've got. When you leave, and I don't know if – I don't know if the – again, this is dead wrong. And Auburn's good on defense. So, I I don't – I wasn't impressed with what I saw from Auburn offensively. And Ole Miss was just – Ole Miss played a really good half kind of, and then they just turned it off, which is fine. That's what I expected. Uh, and then, you know, I don't know, State played a bad football team, but State but they looked, looked good. They looked really good. They looked they better did. than what I thought they were going to look. Yeah. Auburn looked better than what I thought they were going to look. Um, Like, you can take – and look, Texas A&M, I, the reason I put them second is just depth of dudes. But, like, I could see two through seven in the West just beating each other up. I can see this guy beating him, him beating I don't, him. I think it's likely. Yeah. And, and it's, it's it's almost to be expected at this point. I mean. You could end up with a bunch of 7-5 and five and 8-4 and four teams in the West besides Alabama. Sure. Of course. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Like I, It's almost like the NFL, you know, competitive. There's transient properties you can throw out. Yeah. What you don't know is, you know, like if if everybody in the West had played Florida State, what would the numbers be? If everybody in the West had played Cincinnati, what would the numbers be? If, you know, I don't, I don't, yeah. know, I don't know. I mean, if everybody in the West had played Memphis, I think everybody wins. Correct. If everybody in the West had played Mercer, everybody wins. If everybody in the West played Troy, everybody wins. If everybody in the West had played Florida State, I'm not sure everybody wins. Maybe. If everybody in the West had played Cincinnati, I'm quite sure not everybody wins. Who in the West did you, it's better than what you thought they would be? State, Mississippi State's better. Um, Alabama's better. I mean, I expected them to be great, but they're 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 great. A and M's about what I expected. Ole Miss was about what I expected. Um, Auburn might have been a shade better than what I expected, but about what I expected. Um, Arkansas is about what I expected. I thought that's what they'd be. It's too early. Yeah. I think at the end of the season, you could look up and it's going to say Alabama, 8 0 in the SEC play. Yeah. And then everybody else, I mean, like, like, like literally 5 and 3, five 4 and 3, four, 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 3 and 5. All the way down. Yep. I do too. I think like one or two games could separate two from seventh. Yeah. I don't, I don't think there's a lot of difference between. Barring major injuries and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what. A&M's the wild card in that. Like, I, I want to see more of them because if you told me A and M went six and two based with on their athleticism, I go okay, but I don't, I don't think it. Right. But they could. Um, I'd like to see. We'll talk about some of the games coming up in the last fifteen minutes of the show. First, a uh, word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem solving mode when faced with the challenge in life, but when you learn how to find your own solution, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help make you a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small. I've used therapy as a way to handle stress, clear negative thoughts. It was a life changer for me. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp's a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable. It's entirely online. Get matched with the therapist after filling out a brief survey. Switch therapist anytime. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com mpw today to get 10% off your first month. That's better, 
com slash mpw and again a reminder that this show always brought to you by rain body fuel rain total body fuel 300 milligrams of natural caffeine bcaa's electrolytes and zero sugar it's got what you need to push the limits achieve your goals check them out on instagram at rain body fuel to learn more all right let's look ahead yep to this week because one of the games that i would love to see before you said hey re-rank the sec west really love to watch arkansas south carolina first it's in a, it's in Fayetteville, right it's in Fayetteville, 11 o'clock in the morning it's a um, espn game espn it's the main mothership espn yeah i'd I, love to see it i think both teams got tested physically um well for sure you know from a i was know, listening to Pittman in his post game and he was talking about just how physical cincinnati was he was like boy yeah, and there they, was some, they bring it. And there was some licks being laid in that Georgia State game, too. I mean, both sides. Um, what's the line? Eight and a half. Ooh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready just yet. Yeah, I'm not ready to lay eight and a half points. Um, I'm going to be watching it. I don't know yet. I'll have to go back and look. I want to check, see how the health is in secondary. At, and, yeah. Uh, but, look, Fayetteville is a hard place to play. I'll be interested to see how our boy Spencer Rattler handles the road a little bit. Um, easy to play at home, hard to play on the road in this league. Yeah, it's it, first road game in this league. It'll get rowdy there, even at eleven in the morning. It'll yeah. it'll be. And they di- got some juice, man. They're excited. Well, they're yeah. Well, they should be. Yeah, you got John Daly getting hammered on I SEC mean, Nation. They've what they went go nine and four last year. So they're they're now ten ten of their last fourteen games. And two of those losses were to Georgia and Alabama. Yeah. They've lost to Georgia, Alabama, Auburn, and Ole Miss. They've they've beaten Texas, Texas A and M. Um, who they beat in the bowl game? Penn State. Yeah, Penn State, State Cincinnati. I mean, they've they've looked. They've. Got, I think the spread's about right. Got to give the guy some credit. Yeah. People people keep wanting to make him some assistant coach that doesn't know what he's doing. They keep wanting to say, "Oh, well, he's only is this way because of his coordinators," which is a flawed argument. But no, you, I, at some point you got to look at him and go, "Dude's getting it done." It's like Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss. You got to look at the numbers and go, "Wow!" I mean, they're yeah. they're winning. I mean, it, it's. You can't you, – you, you, people want to pick stuff apart instead of acknowledging that maybe somebody found a fit. Maybe he fits there. I mean, he, you know, anyway. I'll check the over-under, too. I may have something there, but um, I'll be ready for that game on Thursday. The other game I'm interested in in the East, believe it or not, is Wake Forest at Vanderbilt. Wake Anchor a, down, baby. Wake a six-point favorite this game, 11 a.m. on the SEC Network. I'm. This game's going to move, I bet. I'm interested in this. I, I am I am really interested in seeing what Vanderbilt can pull off. I am going to um Yeah, I may bet on it just for I'm like I'm like Vandy fan now or something. I don't know. Um I'm kind of a Vandy fan. Not look, a Vandy Wade fan. I'm I, I like I like Clark and I think it's a good story that what he's trying to do. Now look, Elon rolled him. For a whole bunch of offense, so they might they might just not have enough on defense to do anything. Yeah, but, but Wake is Wake struggled against VMI too, and I know the score got out of hand, but it wasn't out of hand until the end. Uh, I mean, it was like a seventeen ten game or something. I don't know, it was a close game or something. Yeah. for a while, quarterback still out for Wake. Um, at 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 uh, it's not <laughs> the crowd's not going to affect Wake. They're used to that, so I don't at <laughs> Fandy. <laughs> so. Um, I don't know. I'm just – I'll watch it. I mean, I'm pulling sure. for Vandy. Go get them, kids. Uh, Tennessee-Pittsburgh's a All great game. Tennessee, a four-and-a-half-point favorite at Pittsburgh, 230 on ABC. 
one of the more interesting games of the day. I think Tennessee blows them out. Wow. Blows them out. Tennessee well, then, will score at will. Then that will change my view of, of Tennessee will the SEC score East. at will. Now the question is, is I'm not dude, I'm I'm telling you, I, I'm not I think Pittsburgh got lucky in some things in that game the other night. I don't I don't think the best team won that game. Um I really don't. I think Tennessee's the real deal. I think they're pissed off from last year. I think they'll have motivation. I think Tennessee rolls them up. That's going to be my hot take of the week. Now, watch this. They'll get their shit kicked out of them. But I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to take Tennessee in that one. All right, you've got Houston, Texas Tech. We talked about Iowa State, Iowa. Um, big, big important week for the, the Hawkeyes, obviously. That's a big game. And I, I agree with you. I think they're in trouble in that game. Um, defensively, though, they were really, they're really good. Yeah. Um, Kentucky, Florida, that game is a, a five-point line. Kentucky, a five-point underdog at Florida, 6 o'clock on ESPN. Um, super interested in that. You, you've got another one that I'm, I'm really interested in. Baylor is a three-point underdog at BYU, nine fifteen. Yeah, on that's a ESPN. nomination for my money line pick of the week. That's uh, I like Baylor in that game. Uh, they're underdogs on the road. I mean, I know they're on the road. Baylor's freaking good now. You got Kansas at West Virginia. Yeah, interesting. I just think it's a live dog. Look, that's a. Uh, I like what Kansas is doing. Um, West Virginia's got to shake that. That was a confidence killer. Neil's got his hands full getting them back ready to play again. And you can easily look up and go, oh, here we go. We got Kansas. We got a breather. Dude, Kansas is – Leopold's doing some good things over there, man. Um, they're believing. They're like a 10-point dog or 11 or more than that. It's a double-digit dog. Heads up. Just better, better make sure you're ready to go. Uh, Liberty UAB. Yeah, so – Liberty is actually uh, underdogs in this game by six and a half. With Liberty's quarterback being out, um, he was pretty good. He's out for like six to eight weeks. Um, here's the trick. Okay, I probably know a little bit too much about this one. Here's the trick is, here, you know, Hughes got his quarterback now. is going to be a starter for the next six to eight weeks. Does he – and he is a runner. Okay, yeah. does Hugh run him as much as he needs to? Because if he loses him, now he's down to third. To, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, like – does he? Does it? The offense have. We did the same thing with Ryan Applin. You know, when I was at Arkansas State, what got us here? You know, Ryan Applin was one of our best runners, but we had nothing behind him, and so we never ran him until we had to. I remember we didn't run him for like the first eight weeks of the season. We never ran him until we played Mario and FIU, and Mario had them rolling. We're like, hey, dude, <laughs> you're going to, have to suck it up and go this week. And so, does that change the play calling around not having a, a third team guy? I guess so. I think UAB is really good on defense. They're good on offense. I think UAB probably wins that one. Um, but the reason they win it is because of the quarterback being out. It's going to affect play calling. You got Georgia Southern at Nebraska, which is – I'm just hey, – hey, they're huge underdogs, okay? Huge underdogs. Dude, Nebraska? It's trouble. They're just not good. Well, they, who they freaking they, – they struggled with uh, FCS team yeah, this year. They're, 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 they're tr it's trouble. Like – that is a game I'm going. I may just screw around with the money line a little bit on that one just for fun. That's gonna be like they're like twenty something point dogs. Yeah. Like, dude, that if and if he loses this one, yeah. Like, there's a lot of pressure there. Uh, Alabama's at Texas. This is a 11 a.m. game on Fox. I've, I've learned my lesson. I've got the number at 18 and a half. I don't care what don't it care. is. I'm laying it. I, I think I'm going to try an experiment to see what I would end up. I'm going to bet. Just this is personally not what's going to be in our competition. I'm going to bet for Georgia and Alabama to cover every single week yeah. until Vegas proves me they can get it right. Yeah. 
that's just what I'm going to do from here on out. I'd lay 30 on this game. I'm not even going to look. Yeah. I'm just going to start taking Alabama and Georgia, regardless of what the spread is. Don't even look and just see what my record is at the end of the year. And then you got Oklahoma State, Arizona State. Is that in Tempe? This uh, no, I think it's in uh, Stillwater. In Stillwater. But here's the thing. A lot of people are pissed about Oklahoma State not covering and all that stuff. Like, there's a lot of people pissed. Yeah, yeah. Was that Thursday night or Friday night? It was, uh, I don't know, Thursday, yeah. I think. But here's the thing. It's like, dude, they took out all their guys. They needed to play some backups. And they got gave up some points late. Dude. Yeah. Oklahoma State, they pretty much scored when they wanted to. Yeah. And they're only getting like 11 points. That's a game I will probably go – I'm looking at Oklahoma State right now um, because of the uh, – and then I forgot who they played. Uh, Arizona State played somebody and beat them pretty good, but Northern Arizona. Um, but people are sleeping on Oklahoma State at minus 11. Oklahoma State's a good team. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're a legitimate – look, the, the Big 12 is going to be kind of fun. Oklahoma State's going to be one of the – Oklahoma State, Baylor, some of those teams, they're interesting. Oklahoma – yeah, and then Texas sip sip uh can't read sip red card whatever sip card red whatever his name is. Look, Texas is going to be better than people think, but they're not. They don't play Alabama every week, dude. It's a different breed. It's like they don't even count. I wouldn't hold it against them. No, I think he's it's not their fault. I think he's being sarcastic. Oh, it's not even their fault. Yeah. All right, we will uh, we'll wrap there. You got yep. through it with uh relative relative. You look I'm like sp- you. I'm spending pretty good. Are you? A little, little high? Yeah. Okay. It's been pretty good. Hopefully we'll. Uh, hopefully you'll be better by the time we reconvene on Thursday. You certainly feel better by that point, I hope. Yeah, one way or another, I'm going to be feeling better. Again, our thanks to the people at Rain for uh, making this show possible. Absolutely. 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain. Body fuel to learn more. We'll be back on Thursday with a Make It Rain Thursday. We'll make our picks. Make it rain. And uh, we'll talk about some of the games uh, here in week two of the schedule. So for Tyler Siski, I'm Neil McCready. That does it for this edition of McCready and Siski. Enjoy the rest of your day and your week. We'll see you on Thursday. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.